0: My guest is uh, Donald Rumsfeld, the author of Rumsfeld Rules, a former Secretary of Defense, also author of, I think, one of the best, um, I guess it's a memoir, uh, Known and Unknown, which if you want to understand, really, the sweep of history in the latter part of the 20th century is a tremendous, uh, tremendous book and uh, really gives you insights into the the wars of the early 21st century. When you came into the, going back to strategy and how how you kind of can differentiate, when you actually came to the Pentagon, when, when... uh, President Bush 43 asked you to join his team. It was really because you, uh, being a voracious reader and somebody looks over the horizon, understood this concept of the revolution in military affairs, that, that in an information age, we had to recast the military from its industrial age. But circumstances changed that. So you had two things you had to do. One is restructure uh, our forces and restructure the Pentagon at the same time fight a, uh, which has turned out to be one of the longest wars and not the longest war in American history, just like Lincoln had to fight the Civil War, but was doing, you know, the Transcontinental Railroad and laying the infrastructure that built the, uh, the country. How do you differentiate and how do you keep those two trains running where you actually engage in an active war, but at the same time trying to do something that's longer term and strategic and will have implications 50, 60, 70 years downrange.
1: Well, you know, actually, the, it, the assumption from the outside was that the attacks on 9-11 would derail any effort at transforming the Department of Defense and trying to bring it into the 21st century, because you can't do that many things at once. The, the truth is that just the opposite was the case. It, the attacks of 9-11 uh, created a sense of urgency in the country, and in the government, and, and with the president, and certainly in the Department of Defense. And, and because uh, of the seriousness of the attacks, the worst attacks in our history, um, we were able to get changes in the, in the institution that were needed, badly needed. Uh, um, by bringing in, for example, a special forces uh, general out of retirement to run the Army, we were able because of him and his terrific leadership Keith Schoomaker, general Schoomaker, to move from the excuse me the historic divisions of the army with flags and hymns and history books to brigade combat teams which were highly deployable uh, fully supported and interchangeable. We did them in the, in the regular Army and in the Guard, which has enabled the United States Army to do things they couldn't even be, have begun to do under the division uh, organizational structure. Uh, and, and we were able to increase and strengthen our special operations forces, increase their numbers, increase, improve their equipment, increase their authorities, Uh, move some of their old assignments from the lower end of the spectrum, the Tier 3 assignments, to the conventional forces to free up those capabilities to serve the country in the way that the country needed to be served.